0: 2020 and what a year it's been giving (laughs) to us. My intention with today's show is that you can leave feeling hopeful. So that is my intention for you, my friend. Before we get started, I want to talk about the latest happening. So I have a Peloton. I got it during COVID and was writing this morning and, and my daughter wanted to know what I was going to ride. And she has her list of who she likes to ride. And I was going to go ride my, one of my people, but she's like, mom, you've got to go ride the Christmas ride. And I was like, yeah, but is it going to be empowering? I need to get like livened up this morning. And she's like, well, it'll be fun. And I'm like, okay. Cause I'm practicing on being more playful and having more fun. And so I did this ride, this holiday class from last year And I can't remember who it was with, but I loved it. It was great. And there was some great music. And as I'm getting back into music, I love that it's connected to Spotify and I hit the heart and then it gets put on the my thing. It's fantastic. So my little lesson in here is one is letting go of control, allowing somebody else to support me, especially when they're excited about it. And this isn't something that I have to be so tightly wound about. And doing something planned yet unplanned. So I was going to take a class and I knew like, okay, these are the few instructors that I'll go to and to let go and be willing to step outside and try something else. So my friend, I hope that inspires you to let go of control on the things that you can allow others to support you and do something planned yet unplanned and have fun with it. And there was some great empowering stuff in there anyway, so it worked out. And then I wound up doing a 10-minute warm down with Cody Rigsby, who, when you listen to the end of today's show, I share something really important that he said, which was what I was going to be talking about in this episode as well, because I'm going to be talking about giving up today. (laughs) So does this sound like you? There's many different scenarios. Keep your ears perked because maybe one of these hits you. You have a deal. You've worked so hard on closing and things are unraveling. You're not quite sure it's going to close. Or maybe you have a difficult boss and you just want to quit, but you love the work you do if it just wasn't for that boss of yours. Or you have a project that is hard and messy. And your brain keeps telling you you don't have to do it. (laughs) I'm laughing because that was me (laughs) this week with the project I was working on. Or maybe company X wants to hire you, and all you need to do is to get them your package so that they can present it to the partners for approval, and you just don't want to do it. Or maybe you have a proposal that you must turn in but here it is on Friday. And instead of doing that, you're listening to me and you didn't get it done all week and you had time to do any of these examples resonate with you. Or maybe it's even more personal than the professional stuff. Maybe your marriage has gotten hard. And after over nine months of COVID in 2020, you're wanting to give up or maybe damn it, it's Friday. And really why bothering to follow your food plan or what you're going to do? And instead you give up and you give yourself permission to indulge. And you'll say, but Corinne says to give yourself permission, right? I'm the leader of my life. Side note, our strengths become our weaknesses and we can use tools that support us to be tools that are destructive to ourselves. And that's a great example of it. And I get it. You want to give up any of these scenarios you want to give up the deal, the job, the project, the hiring, the proposal, the marriage, the weight loss. I could go on and on and on. And in fact, over the last few weeks, I've coached my clients on each of these circumstances. This isn't something new. This isn't something unusual. This is what is happening out in the world. And even I shared with you how I wanted to give up. So my clients, they're smart. They're high achievers, right? They work really hard. You wouldn't know this on the outside that this is their internal struggle. I knew it because I get the backstage pass. But their reaction was to give up, to quit, to not do it. But here's the thing. That was a reaction to what was going on internally. It was not and I repeat, it was not what they really wanted. So, what I want to do is let's look at why they're reacting that way. They're tired. They've lost hope. They're feeling vulnerable. Remember, vulnerability is uncertainty, emotional exposure, and risk. I will be forever grateful to Bernie Brown, and she has taught me this so well. Because here's the thing I never wanted to no vulnerability. I never wanted to deal with uncertainty, never have emotional exposure, and I don't like risk. So the things I've never wanted, I have because of her work and because of understanding how it's so important, I've worked on embracing it more and more each day. And yet, like I shared with you earlier, I too have wanted to give up when I come against hard things. Like I said, I was working on a project And creative projects, (laughs) they are hard, they are challenging, they're messy. And when I'm starting them out, I'm not quite sure of the path that I'm creating. And it's frustrating. And my perfectionist self, yes, there's still a perfectionist self. My high achieving, overachieving self is like, this is gonna be horrible, right? I start dress rehearsing tragedy, like all the drama comes up. But this is why writer Anne Lamont says, when you start writing, you start with an SFD, a shitty first draft. I know this, but when I start a creative project, the productive, efficient side of me, which is another way to say perfect, right? Wants it all done neatly and in a bow, very effectively, efficiently, so that I can get on to the next task and be done. But here's the thing. I know my creative process is messy. I just don't want it to be messy. And that's the start of the problems. So you could be tired. You could be not have hope, especially after this year, you're feeling vulnerable and you're like, no, 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 I don't do vulnerability, right? You want to give up when you do hard things or you're like such a perfectionist that you're like, oh no, no, (laughs) this is not allowed. (laughs) So my friend, these are the things we must overcome to get the results that we want versus quitting or giving up. I'm going to share a list with you of the things that we say to ourselves that seem innocent but are actually soul crushing. I'm going to review it and then we're going to go through each one one by one. The first one is, It's okay if I don't do it, or This is too hard. Another one is, I can't do it, or I am overwhelmed slash this is overwhelming. I'm so stressed about it. I don't care anymore. Or just plain simply, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Or it won't happen anyways. So why bother? Or I'm trying to close this deal. That one's a little sneaky. We'll get to it. So let's take a look at each of these. So the first one is, it's okay if I don't do it. That's like giving yourself permission, right? You're like, but Corinne, you say, give yourself permission. But really, my friend, do you want the outcome of not doing it? The outcome, when you give yourself that permission Is it so that you don't do that and have that result that you want? That's the resistance. Like that's what we have to overcome to create the result that we want. So it's really not okay if you don't do it because you want that result, but you may be exhausted and tired, hopeless in the shame storm, and then give up on your dreams, your goals, your desires. The next one is, this is too hard. Okay. So this is an immediate obstacle that we put in front of us. (laughs) This is too hard. Like our brain goes, nope, can't do it. It's too hard. And that's why it's so important to remind ourselves that we can do hard things. Maybe every day you don't want to do hard things, but we can do hard things. And to ask yourself, what's one small step you can do to move forward? What's one small step you can do to help overcome your obstacle? The next thought is I can't do it. And my challenge for you, my friend is, is that really true? (laughs) I think about this, like there is not a client, a swimmer, my children, any humans that I've been in contact with throughout my life, where people have said, I can't do it. They have these roadblocks. And it's not that they can't. They have fear or shame, something that's getting in the way. And then when they do it, the pride that they have is priceless. Time and time again, whether it's a kid on the aqua monsters, who's afraid of swimming across the pool in the deep end, you know, or it's a client that's trying to close a multi-million dollar deal and there's some messiness because people are misbehaving, which happens, they can do it and they can do hard things. So when you say, I can't do it, ask yourself, is that really true? And if you can't do it, then ask yourself, what can I do? and start looking at that window of possibility. So maybe you can't swim across the pool because maybe you're like, but Karen, I don't know how to swim. But what can you do? You can learn how to swim. What can you do? Maybe you don't know how to, you can't get these people to get along, but what can you do? You can focus on not taking on their energy when you walk into that room. What can you do? The next one is, I am overwhelmed or this is overwhelming. I get told this a lot by my clients. (laughs) And I watch my clients when they say this, they immediately get blocked. This happened this week with a client and they get blocked with this belief of, and I ask them a question and it's almost like magical, right? It's not that I'm the fair godmother, but it's magical how they can move past it instead of focusing on being overwhelmed and they focus on giving themselves permission To not have it all figured out right away. Sometimes it's as simple as okay, let's brainstorm it of how it would look. What's the next step you would need to do? What's the first thing you need to do? What's a small hinge you need to do? Those are things that help reduce the overwhelm. Now, this one, this next one is armor. (laughs) I get this one a lot too. I don't care. (laughs) And I find this one utterly fascinating. Clients will write something to me in their weekly reflection and they write about it. it. takes up a lot of time and energy and then they say, well, I don't care. But here's the thing. If they really didn't care, this would not even be discussed, right? When you do care, it's something that you bring up. Saying I don't care is putting on armor and you're trying to protect yourself by pushing it off and saying you don't care. Take off the armor and create what you want. And a way to justify not caring is saying, I am so stressed out about it. I don't care anymore. So you just throw your hands up, right? Giving up. But I want you to go back and evaluate when you've done that in your life, what was the experience like? What were the results like? Take a look at it without judging But being a learner, being compassionate, paying attention, what worked well, what could be improved, right? When I get so stressed out and I don't care anymore and I'm like, ah, and I throw my hands up, it's usually a lot messier in the end. I get more frustrated. Things weren't done well. I wanted somebody else to rescue me. There's a bigger mess to clean up. That's what's happened with me. What's happened with you? Take a look at that. So is it that you don't care or you do care, but maybe you're so stressed. So what do you need to do to reduce the stress? so that you can care. It doesn't matter, my friend. Is that really true? Don't you want your desired outcome? Are you giving up to possibly save face, right? Not to show people that, you know, create that emotional exposure, right? Or are you giving up because you're afraid or because you aren't sure? what the outcome will be. You're like, Oh, I'm not sure it's going to work out. So instead of dealing with risk, uncertainty, and emotional exposure, I'm just not going to step out there. I'm just going to hang out here where it's safe, but then you can hate on yourself because you don't pursue and go after what you really want and be a deliberate creator of your life. So when you're giving up and you're telling yourself it doesn't matter, pay attention to why you're giving up. In is it true that it doesn't matter? Or are you using this as a way of hiding from being vulnerable? Another one is it won't happen anyways. So why bother? People have dreams and hopes and aspirations and then they give up. The first obstacle comes the you know, the third obstacle, the fourth obstacle it won't happen anyway. So why bother? I used to have the Napoleon Hill foundation on and we would talk about this And Napoleon Hill has a book. I think it's called three feet from gold. And it was such a great concept for me to think about Of So often people give up three feet, not very far from being able to accomplish what it is that they're pursuing. Is that the story that you want to have for yourself? So why not commit to it? And See who you become in that process and see what will occur, even if it doesn't occur fully, but why say it won't happen anyway? So why bother? How do you know for sure? I used to say all the time, if you shoot for the stars, you'll know at least you're going to be in a different place because you're, you're moving, you're reaching for the stars. So you are rising up. Let's rise up instead of throwing it away and saying it won't happen. Now I want to go to the one of, I'm trying to close the deal that word trying, right? What does Yoda say? He says, don't try, do. (laughs) There's no trying. And I totally screwed that up, but that's okay. So I'm trying to close the deal. Trying that little word matters. And I invite you just to get rid of that word, trying. Instead state, I'm closing this deal and it's messy. Or I'm closing this deal. I'm committed to closing this deal but we're so afraid of losing face because what if it doesn't happen? Because sometimes deals, and a lot of times deals go sideways. They fall apart. They unravel, right? Same thing happens in marriages. I think it's like 50% divorce rate. So instead of try, commit to it, do it, notice how your energy may shift. You're going to look for possibilities of figuring out the obstacles. Because here's the thing, my friend, when you give up, you are giving up on you, your hopes, your dreams, what you want to achieve. And more importantly, who you become in the process of pursuing and honoring what you desire. We don't want to give up on that. And really what's at issue is vulnerability. It's that uncertainty and emotional exposure and risk. I get it. I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. I get it. But the more and more you do it, the more and more it's like the Peloton, the more and more you do it, it's like, oh, okay, this is what I do. And it's sometimes not as hard. Sometimes it's harder. Sometimes I decide to go easier. And some days I'm like, I'm going to get really sucked into the leaderboard and that's fine. But my capacity grows, right? As your fitness levels grow, same thing with vulnerability. I get it. I have loved certainty for so much of my life. And I have for the last 10 years been really working on, letting it go. And every year I get better and there's little areas that I've got to clean up and reduce because I do love certainty, but certainty doesn't guarantee safety and guarantees smallness. The emotional exposure of vulnerability. Well, after this year, yeah, many of us are tapped out. We are depleted. Our emotions are fried. I get it. So thinking about what can you do to take care of yourself so that you can handle the emotional exposure? What do you need to nourish yourself so that you have the capacity to feel? And then the risk. That's another part of vulnerability, but have you really evaluated what is at risk? Often it's more the risk of being disappointed in ourselves. but won't you be disappointed when you don't pursue what you really want, what you really desire. This time of year, and especially this year, where we're so depleted, it's easy to give up. But when you give up, you're giving up on yourself. And my friend, is that the relationship you want to have with yourself? One, where you aren't sure you will have your own back and you won't follow through during the hard times. Or do you want to have a relationship with yourself where you know you have your own back? Maybe others won't, but you will have your own back where you're going to follow through during the hard times where you're going to honor your commitments to yourself. That's the kind of relationship. That's why it's so important to not give up. And you can use this podcast as a reminder when you want to give up. The other important component about, you know, giving up and what do we need to do to take care of ourselves is to get help whether it's this podcast or reminding you that you're not the only one who wants to give up, right? I shared my own story or you can reach out to a friend, a colleague or a mentor, or I'll work with you to support you so you don't give up on yourself because as you know, we're not meant to go it alone. Another important thing about not giving up is giving yourself a deadline, creating a deadline and a deliverable is an excellent way to not give up. Because we usually treat commitments to others way better than we treat commitments to ourselves. <laughs> We're really good at honoring them to other people. So if you have a proposal, make sure that there's somebody that needs to be on the receiving end, that's knows it's coming, that you're going to follow through on. That's really helpful. That's what helped me. Every time I wanted to quit this week and give up, I knew that I had people wanting it on the other side. And so the stories in my head of, oh, it doesn't matter. You don't have to do it. It's okay. But... No, I did. And most importantly was me, but they were on my team to help me honor my commitment to myself. Now, remember, there's nothing wrong with you when you want to give up. That's a reaction. And it's more prevalent when we are exhausted, beaten down, going through difficult times, which would equate to 2020 for most of us. The good news is that there is hope. There is something for you to do when you want to give up. Hope is the function of being able to fall down and get back up. Remember, my intention for this show today was for you to have hope. Know that it's okay to fall down. Know that it's okay that you indulge in wanting to give up. You can also rise back up. And remember, support is not weakness. Get support when you are desiring to give up. We are hardwired for connection and we need accountability, motivation, and sometimes a challenge to get us going again. Most importantly, commit to yourself. That's why you don't want to give up because that's not the relationship you want with yourself. We can dress rehearse tragedy. We can fantasize about giving up, but we really do want and deserve to go after our dreams. Go do it, my friend. Or as Cody Rigsby said in my cool down Peloton class today, keep going, keep going. You may want to give up, but keep going, keep going. I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to give up and I would indulge, but fortunately I didn't because one of the things that I always tell myself is I'm a strong finisher. I will finish strong. I will finish strong. I've got grit and play the long game. That is what I really believe about myself. And that is what I do. I just make the beginning stages harder because I allow myself to indulge in that giving up. And guess what? Because I don't give up, fortunately, I actually get what I want. And imagine if I didn't indulge in that giving up in the first place, I'd spend a lot less energy, brain juice, and drama to get the results that I want. But as I've said many times throughout my show, I'm a slow learner, especially in certain aspects, and I'm okay with that. But I do know now that if I keep going, I'm going to get there. And my clients do too. And my friend, you've got this. So keep going, keep going. Don't give up. Do you need to recover from 2020? (laughs) Don't worry, my friend. You're not the only one. I get it. You're depleted. You've hit emotional bottom because it can't get any worse, right? Money worries, career uncertainty, wanting to change career, family conflict, mental distress, loneliness, and isolation. These are many of the things that people have been experiencing in 2020. And you're exhausted and making the smallest decisions is setting you off. You're stuck in a cycle of anxiety and second guessing and doubt it's becoming a downward spiral. And you're starting to wonder, are you ever going to feel confident? Listen, 2021 does not need to be a repeat of 2020. You can experience enormous positive change, even while living and working in a pandemic. So many of my clients have been able to do that this year. You can get clear on what you need and want, even When faced with uncertainty, you can grow emotionally even when you're stuck at home. The hardest times in our lives can often be the most fruitful times to grow and change. You deserve a good year. You, my friend, deserve a win. You deserve clarity and confidence. So, what are you going to do about it? I have just the thing for you. I have my how to feel grounded confidence course and it's four weeks to mindset management and emotional intelligence. And this is the place where you can gain emotional intelligence so you can understand your feelings and why you do what you do. Yes, the good and the bad the ways we support ourselves and the ways we sabotage. So you can become aware of your thinking, So you can make decisions with clarity and alignment with your values, not other people's values or what the popular opinion may be. In this course, you're going to learn how to manage your mindset so you can avoid the scary stories your mind is feeding you constantly. And you're going to start seeing many more opportunities and solutions along with the issues. And finally, you will feel confident that you can tackle and handle and have the resilience to whatever 2021 throws at you. And you can still move forward and deliberately create the life that you are craving. You ready for more? Let's have a fantastic 2021 filled with resilience and the ability to maneuver and go through these things and to feel confident again. There's a link in the show notes to find out more and to sign up. I'll see you there. On a lake, she is dreaming. She is drifting never been so wide away captured in-